I, I, I maybe I did play it just a little bit too much. Oh, Judas Priest! <laughs> you won't hear us playing Judas Priest, but you will be hearing an entertaining sports show with myself, Frank, and David the Man of God Harris on WSUT's After Further Review, airing Saturdays 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. and throughout the week with our replay 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. on Toledo's only alternative and your on-campus radio station, 88.3 WXUT. Oh, Judas Priest! <laughs> okay, but once again, though, let's get back on subject here. Mike Valeni is your father figure. No, he is not. Because you love Valenti. Like, remember, you were swaggerjacking some of his his bits. That's who you get your swag off of. You're not a father figure. Let us be your sports father figure on our podcast with swag on SoundCloud and iTunes at WHUTs after further review. Welcome back to 88.3 WHUTs after further review. That's right. We're back here in the new studio, but we got an old face on the show or familiar face, familiar voice. David, the man of God Harris. What's up, David? I mean, you can't start a you know start a new studio and not have you know one of the OGs here. It's a good day, <laughs> finally back in. I mean, gangs all together. And the phone, nice. the phone lines work. <laughs> right. I mean that yeah, that's the first time in God knows how long. Uh, the first time <laughs> in five years. I think because while we were when we had originally recorded, I mean, originally got in the studio, we, we figured it out. John Einemel, once again, thanks to him so much. He's always kind of like Don. Rest in peace, though, to Don. But uh, John Einemel came in this because now with the studio being in Rocket Hall, it's by his office. So if we need anything technical to be fixed, he can just walk on over. Where before, he's a very busy man, and you know, make that. 10 minute walk all the way to the student union you know he had to find time in his day to do it and then you know especially during the school year so many kids are pulling at him so it was going to be hard for him to be doing that so we actually kind of figured it out actually it was pretty easy i probably should have figured it out but i was you know i don't really know how the work the board because of the newer board it was really like the old board it was a certain button that you had to hit so that you could hear us so that was kind of what, what what we kind of figured out and then once we did that we were able to figure it out. So now we have people that can call in and actually put them over the air. So I guess new studio, new solution. We figured it out. But we have an old voice here. And uh, basically, you are on because of the fact that um, you're doing your NFL preview, which was really good. I actually got a lot of listens, actually, your NFL preview did um, with the NFC uh, South or actually NFC West and AFC West preview. So really good job there, David. Yeah, I mean, got to give thanks to the state of Arizona. That's probably who did it. I probably, you know, I haven't checked any, like, the Fox Sports, like, the radio shows in Phoenix. But I'm pretty sure that that got replayed, you know, a bunch of times. So, thank you, Arizona. Again, you don't have a really good quarterback, but I'm here for the ratings. Well, yeah, you basically hated on them last year and thought they were going to be last place, and they made the playoffs. I mean, dead clock is right twice a day. I mean, if the people in Phoenix are mad, two hours away in Cincinnati, you guys might want to turn your radio off. Uh, 
Oh, so I'm guessing. Oh gonna, boy, there's going to be some type of hate. I, I, I feel. So you know what time it is, David? Is you know. ready for his preview. Which division are you doing first? I mean, since I just, since I kind of, like, did a little tease, we'll, we'll start with the AFC North. Okay, so you're going to Oh, do boy, I can't wait to see. I wonder how much haterade is going to be consumed here since, uh, I wonder if it's going to be more related to Baltimore or Cincinnati. Well, we'll, we'll get to both. Both teams first, but as usually, worse to first. And since they're making headlines for all the wrong reasons, the perennial basement dwellers, the Cleveland Brownies. You're going to have them in last place? Of course. I mean, looking at the other three, like the other three at least have a quarterback. Well, yeah, the other quarterback, their quarterback won't be back until week 13. But I will say this, Uh, you had 13 plays last week on the NFC West. On the AFC West, you had seven. Um, but keep going. So you got the Browns in last place. Okay. Tell us why. Mainly because I, if you look at their schedule and just the fact that there's so much turmoil and there's so much noise, I'm fully expecting them to struggle. And most teams, like most pundits, experts, expect them with all the hoopla because you know every week, and, and even especially when he comes back, which – of course, they had to make it a game against Houston because that's, you know, just ridiculous. But, yeah, the Deshaun Watson thing is going to hover over this franchise all season. And I think that between that, our boy Kareem Hunt wanting, wanting out or kind of demanding a trade because he wants to be a number one in all regards, there's just a lot of turmoil on the offensive side. And, yes, the defense might be able to keep them in games. But I think there's just still too many questions on the offensive side of the ball, particularly at the position where you need to have the most stability, and that's the quarterback position. So I think, and I was struggling to give them even the record that they have, but I I think two wins is their best. So I have them at two and 15. Ooh. Well, you have two and 15. How do you oh, – wow. <laughs> you want you, you, – David, I – are you thinking that Jacoby Brissett is going to stick up the joint so bad they're going to have to resort to former Steelers backup Joshua Dobbs? I, I just think that it doesn't matter which quarterback that they have in there. I just think that, the, and I'm not saying Jacoby Brissett's a bad quarterback. I just think that in this division where between Baltimore and Cincinnati, I don't see them beating in either of those two teams. They're not going to beat the Steelers, and that's just not a Steelers bias. So you're already losing six there, and so you're trying to figure out who legitimately can they beat with kind of Jacoby Brissett at the quarterback position. Who's going to be their weapons? Are you going to really run Nick Chubb through the ground? Because if it's a ground and pound, if he gets hurt and Kareem Hunt of having these issues, okay, now who's going to be your running back? Who are going to be the weapons that you're throwing to? This is kind of crazy. I'll like, tell you this, David. Last year, the, the Browns were 8-9 and nine last year. They were first in the AFC North. Uh, you're only giving them a chance of two wins. Um, they pretty much bring back the whole team except Baker Mayfield. Which, yeah, I mean, and, how about... And, 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 and Brissett, you could kind of say, is almost like a Baker Mayfield. 
Uh, and you would, and you also can say that Baker Mayfield was injured. They played with an injured Baker Mayfield. It, it makes you wonder if he wasn't injured, where they would be. So here's here here's the here's the schedule for you for the regular season. They start off with the Panthers. Um, it's, I think it's been reported that Baker Mayfield will be named the starter for the Panthers. Yeah, Baker Mayfield's going to start. So that's a revenge game. So I think Baker is going to have one of those dead clock, you know, right twice a day. No, kind of crazy I, I, the Panthers are awful. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, he can't stay healthy. He doesn't really have any many weapons. The offensive line is terrible. He'll be running for his life, and he's not very mobile. And Miles Garrett uh, will probably be on his back at least four or five times in this game. Yeah. So I think that's going to be a win. Then you got the dysfunctional Jets. <laughs> yeah. I think that'll be a win. So you're right there. There's your two wins. And so then you mean to tell me the Steelers, that's a push. I could probably see that going to the Steelers. But then again, it's at home. So that could be a Browns win. So pretty much the Browns and could be 3-0. Three, three and, and it's on a Thursday night, too. Thursday night. So And they're playing the Jets. They'll probably be resting most of their players by the second half. Then you're at the Falcons. The The Falcons are straight doo-doo. Yeah. So that could be four yeah. wins. And plus the Falcons may have lost Drake London to a knee injury. So I don't I don't understand right there. I've already got I've already named four games, and that's possibly four wins, or at least three if they lose to the Steelers. So that already trumps you going two and fifteen. I mean, it's almost sound like you are just you're like turning into Chad Zuver. Do we need to call you David Zuver? Because I mean, the the hate is real from you. Today. The hating man, the hating man of God, Harris. Right? How about that? Right. God doesn't hate unless it's your rival football team. And David, <laughs> this is your case because then they play the Chargers. That could be a loss. Yeah, yeah I could see that with Herbert. Patriots. That could be a win. And... I don't. I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of leaning loss, but again that. I mean, Matt Patricia's calling the plays, and you know how oh, he was as a head coach. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. But who know, who knows how well uh, all of the hoodie will put up with them? We'll see. At the Ravens, that could be a loss. Yeah. Versus the Bengals on Monday Night Football on Halloween. Right on Halloween. I, was that one year luck from the Bengals getting to the Super Bowl? I mean, we see it with teams all the time. All of the, they get all that hype, and then the next year they flounder. They could be a two win team. I mean, let's face it, they got hot toward the end of the year, but that line was kind of sketchy though uh, last season. At the Dolphins, that's a possible win right there. At the Dolphins, yeah, the Dolph- the Dolphins have had their own dysfunctional issues. At the Bills, possible loss. I see yeah, that as a loss. Versus the Buccaneers, uh, depends. Some people are saying Tom Brady might retire. He's been away for about two weeks. Well, I've also heard that he's participating. He's going to be on the next season of The Masked Singer. The singer Take I guess. that for what it's worth. I'm not. We'll see. I don't. I don't watch the show. I but. think that's an internet rumor because once the season starts, even though I, they said somebody he already had planned to be retired and he already made the plans for this. If you go by the career of Brady, once August starts, he's all in on football. He ain't traveling anywhere else. I would be concerned as the Buccaneers if he's going out trying to do the voice or the mass singer, whatever this stupid show is, where's his head at? Because it's like, wait a minute, you know, usually Brady is focused. He's a very, that's why he's been the GOAT basically as a quarterback because he is focused. He doesn't do other things. So that, I, I totally understand that, but that's kind of crazy. Then at the Texans. Oh, the return is, of Deshaun Watson. Right, and, and, and the Texans are trash. Um, they might not even need Deshaun Watson in that game. Then you're at the Bengals. By that point, I could see the Bengals already falling apart versus the Ravens. 
um, at home. I don't know. Once again, uh, Lamar Jackson, who, who are his outside weapons to throw to as far as receivers? Besides, I mean, the only one I can name right now is Rashad Bateman, who they drafted. Yeah. Mm. Versus the Saints, and then you got the woeful commanders on the first, and then on the eighth at Pittsburgh. This looks like, once again, this could be another eight-win season, David, possibly, depending on injuries and how everything drops. But at least in the first four games, it looks like they can go 3-1. and one. So I, I'm not going with your prediction of 2-15. and 15. That's just straight, straight hate. Like, I mean, you just, you mean, you just drank a, a, a gallon of haterade. The only two teams that haven't beaten are the Texans and the Jets. Okay, so oh the so okay, you got that. But what about the Commanders? They're not good. You don't have to be good if if you can just be better than Cleveland. And also, not to spoil this, where you know. And by that I'm point, Deshaun Watson, David, Deshaun Watson is back by, by that point. The Bengals, the Ravens, the Saints, the Commanders, and at the Steelers, Deshaun Watson is back. So now you got to so throw you, that you in. You don't think he's going to be able to get, you know. It's different practicing versus game time. Oh, yeah, Even I know. If I know. you do preseason and rust, it's going to... I know. Like, I think next year for, like, if he's fully healthy and there's no suspensions or whatever, I think next year, but that rust, two years off of football, to just come in, boom, particularly in the end of the season when a lot of those teams that you're saying are going to be pushing for playoffs, like, I can see them easing him in kind of so, like, he's getting the preseason reps, which, I mean preseason take that for what it's worth i just don't know if, if we're going to see a hundred percent deshaun watson i think you're going to need 100 percent deshaun watson at the end of the season i think the commanders because they're already in a position where they have their piece in the place they might not be good pieces but they have like the piece in the place and i think the washington defense is better than a lot of people say that they are so i i think they lose to the commanders Oh, okay. All right. Keep going. So you got uh, Cleveland at 5-12 and 12. next. Keep it moving. Yep, and we'll, we'll stay in state. Whoa, you think I, the Bengals are going to fall to third place in the division? Like, like like Derek said, was this a lightning in a bottle last year? And I think specifically of the 2017 Jacksonville Jaguars, they made it to the AFC Championship game. They were up on New England and Tom Brady, and then they collapsed. And whereas Jacksonville sense, I, I don't think that they're going to have that complete collapse where they go four, you know, four and nine, and the end of the season five and eleven. But I do think that last year was more bark than bite. I don't know if they can do that consistently, particularly because even though they addressed the offensive line, I still think that's a big issue. And there's just as much likely and probability that they have more issues that we saw in Joe Burrow's rookie season than we did last year. I don't think that they're going to... Like, I still think that they back into the playoffs, just how uh, the, the record's going, but I have them at 8-9. and nine. Okay, so like the Browns did last year, which, by the way, won first place in the division, so now it gets third in the division. Keep going. Yeah, and then, so the, the two at the top, the, the old foes, I have them sharing the same record and matchups you can go... Either way, because I've been splitting the divisional series and them also both um, having the same divisional record, so I don't know how that tiebreaker will work. But 
Probably record versus yeah. common opponent, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, so I have, I mean, the record's 14 and 3. Um, but I have Ravens, yeah, Ravens and Steelers. You can flip flop that as you will. Wait, whoa, 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 that- David, 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 David. You have the Steelers going 14 and 3. Am I hearing that correctly? We're going to split one against Baltimore. We're not going to beat Tampa. We're not going to beat Buffalo. If you look at the rest of our schedule, including the cross-divisional opponents, the only team that can see us giving trouble other than that is possibly New Orleans, and that's if Avi Kamar goes off. But right now, with the defense that we have and looking at how our offense is, Kenny Pickett's legit. Everyone can see that. And even if he doesn't play, you can see that, I mean, throw Mitchell Trubisky in for a quarter. He's, he looks night and day than what he did in Chicago, preseason or not. I, I don't know what's going to happen with Mitch, uh, not Mitch, uh, Mason Rudolph. I think he's probably going to be gone by the end of the preseason. But I think this team is primed for a huge jump. I'm not saying that they're going to win the Super Bowl. I still think it's between Buffalo and Kansas City. But I still think that these two teams have a down year, which is what you know allowed Cleveland to have that flash in the pan, which allowed um, Cincinnati to have a kind of march in the glory. This is still the best division, and I think Lamar Jackson playing with a lot to prove with all the haters. Offensively, yes, they may have questions, but that's still a top-five defense. Like, it, it's hard for me to not go with Chalk. And for the last two decades, these two teams have been the best in the division. I mean, my, my thing is, I'm starting, I do not trust Lamar Jackson to throw the ball when the game's on the line. I mean, that's, again, that's just me. I mean, he's, but the thing, the thing is, can the, can Baltimore's running back stay healthy? Because seemingly all of them died last year. J.K. Dobbins, the Gus Bus. Obviously, they got Mike Davis in the fold, Justice Hill, and the receivers. Ugh. I'm not. I I'm not that sold on Rashad Bateman or Devin Duvernay or this James Proche or guy. I mean, look, yeah, they have Mandrews. I like Mandrews, but outside of the, outside of him, I don't really trust who Lamar Jackson has to throw to. So I mean, defensively, like, you're obviously going to have have firepower there, but I just I can't trust Lamar Jackson in these situations. I mean, your team, the Steelers, look, maybe Kenny Pickett goes out wins offensive rookie of the year. What do I know? But. Maybe I'm just buying into the hype around smoking Joe Shiesty. I still think the Bengals win this division. I'd say, hey, I'll, I'll go. I'll I'll go Pittsburgh second, just because I don't trust Lamar Jackson. Cleveland is just Cleveland because they they're a mess right now. That's how I think it's gonna go. So let's do a recap here. So you have who you having first? I'm going. I'm sticking with Cincinnati going first. They won the AFC. They're probably still going to be the top dog in that division until somebody beats them. I know. I mean, look, I know offensive line is a concern, but I know they addressed it. And I think there might be something special with Smoking Joe Shiesty. 
Mm. I mean, what with David? David, go do your 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 picks, basically. All right. So first, the Ravens. Second, the Steelers. We got the Ravens at what? Fourteen and three. Fourteen and three. The Steelers. Fourteen and three. So they're going to be tied. Yeah, and then there'll be that that breaker, the tiebreakers thing. Okay. All right, and then. It really drops off to where the Bengals are two and fifteen, and the Browns are two and fifteen. No, the Bengals, the Bengals are eight and nine. Yeah. I mean, them being two and fifteen the next season would be just perfect. Like right. that would just be peak Ohio football. That's not going to happen. I'm gonna be that wouldn't but, be peak Ohio football. That would be just be peak Bengals football. Because if you're trying to gather or put all Ohio football together, you got Ohio State that's been pretty much owning the Big Ten. So you can't say that. That's That sounds like some of the Cincinnati Bungles would do. Yeah, Boy. for sure. But yeah. yeah, yeah. Bengals 8-9 and nine, and then the Browns somehow holding up the division, but not really at 2-15. and 15. I just think it's going to be if you're a Browns fan, it's going to be a long season. Uh, okay. I, I, I kind of disagree on that. Um, I think that I think the Browns have a very talented football team. I mean, they have the defensive line, um, they have the secondary, they have the run game. I think they'll be in games. And Brissett is uh, an actual pretty decent quarterback. He's a guy that can hold down the fort until Deshaun Watson comes back. Now, is he a generational quarterback that'll get you to a Super Bowl and help you get the win? Possibly not, but. Do I think Baker Mayfield was going to do that for the Browns? Probably not. I think in this situation, you just I think Brissett is a little bit better than Baker Mayfield. I think the the Browns won the division division last year at eight and nine with a injured Baker Mayfield. He wasn't at fully a hundred percent as long as Brissett doesn't get injured. I think the Browns kind of roll along here, and they're going to really rely on you know Hunt and Chubb. To, to, to control the game and their defense to pretty much make stops. And, and Percet has is, is been known not to make a lot of mistakes. I think the, the Browns will, will get some wins. Will they probably beat the elite teams? Probably not. But I could I could possibly see in the Browns either getting 8-9 and nine or maybe going 10-7. and seven. I would say 8-9 is more likely, but... But I mean, I'm not. Real, I'm just not that sold on Baltimore and Pittsburgh going fourteen and three. Yeah, yeah. That's, can't, I mean, look, do I? I mean, do I? Who do I trust more to throw the football, Kenny Pickett or Lamar Jackson? I, I'll go Kenny Pickett in this situation. But again, he's a rookie, and I don't think he's of. He's not of the caliber of some of the great rookie quarterbacks of the past, like Andrew Luck or even in the. I'm not. Who am I? Or when Car or when Carson Wentz came into the league, I think he's, I think he'll be decent, but I don't think he's going to be good enough to get him fourteen to three. So I mean, but that's the thing. Like he doesn't have to be good enough because we have we have a defense. We have like I think the situations in Baltimore and Pittsburgh are similar but different. Like you don't have to rely on the quarterbacks because you know you have elite top tier defenses that can keep you. In games, Baltimore Justin Tucker can win you a game regardless. So I think they'll be able to keep it close, whereas in Pittsburgh, we just have to play to not lose. And I know that, you know, that may be the MO mantra history of Mitchell Trubisky. But kind of, I think, new change of scenery where he's not asked to do 
like everything as I think he probably was in Chicago because he had so much pressure from his draft position, being the face, the heir apparent of kind of in that Jay Cutler mode. I think a new scenery, for, and particularly because we have a point to prove, mainly just to get ESPN off of our backs and stop thinking of this as, you know, all eyes are on Pittsburgh as if we're, you know, the greatest thing since sliced bread. I think, I think no pressure. Kenny Pickett is going to play well like he did in the preseason game, and he's going to come out, go out there, and just have fun. And so I think he'll be in that Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, kind of Josh Allen mold where you'll see early on that, hey, you have something here. Yeah. So how about we head to the other North Division? No. That's not how this oh, works. Sorry. It's going to be this segment, then yeah. we take a break, and then we go to the next segment. Oh, sorry. That's, that's, yeah. Yeah. It's been a while since I've been in here. Right. It's none of this long-winded stuff. Uh, David? Well, yeah, plus i got to queue up the organ anyways, because I know Frank's probably going to blow a gasket when I hear, you know, when I say the record. Right, exactly. So oh, we'll do, boy. We'll take, once again, so we'll do the recap here. Tie for first, Steelers and, and Ravens, 14-3. and three. Then in third will be the Bengals at eight and nine, and then supposedly, according to David, the Woeful Browns will be two and fifteen. Hey, someone's got to be in last place. Mm, right, not that much last, but then again, they could pull an Arizona Cardinal, so we'll see here. I mean, somebody might have pie in their face or eating Kentucky Fried Crow. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right, we'll take a quick commercial break. When we return, we've got the preview of the North. Now, this interests me and Frank's teams now, especially one of the teams is on hard knocks. Uh, Frank and I have discussed this. I'm sure you've not watched previous hard knocks before. (laughs) We'll talk about that and more here on 88.3 WGTs after further review. Make sure you always check us out on SoundCloud, iTunes. Got a picture of Frank Basher in the horse's head. He wants a new picture up. We'll try to find a a new picture. I mean, now you're representing Blissfield. I thought you worked at Bedford. Well, this is for Blissfield American Legion, who uh-huh. I was. I am the voice of. They ended up uh, taking second place in the state tournament. Nice. The Blissfield Bad Boys. No, just post three two five. Post three two five. Okay, cool. All right, take a commercial break. We'll be back after this. <laughs> 